0: I can't, the thing is, is like, I can't hold it because I, the entire time all I could hear was of me fucking with the mic. Maybe I'd- cause she's a, fuck. she's a fidgety fuck. And welcome back to Chaotically Bookish. My name is Annabelle. My name is Ashley. I almost said Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about, we're going to be giving out some hot takes. Pet peeves. Pet peeves. Bookish pet peeves. Bookish pet peeves. Have there's a lot so of many. There's so many. And everyone mostly agrees, I find. Okay, either they really agree or people are just like, no, you're a freak if you give a shit. Like, 100%. <laughs> like, I strive to be one of the people that don't give a shit. Yeah. They're like, I don't give a fuck. I'll throw my book into a river and still read it. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that hurts me (laughs) i can't help but like give a shit and like a lot of people are like oh like why do you care about other people's like reading preferences and i'm like i just do (laughs) i I can't help myself it's funny though because like i see people abuse their books and like Lo- like in a loving way and stuff like that and i'm like i honestly wish that could be me but here i am reading with my book barely cracked <laughs> so it doesn't break the spine so there's no creases anywhere. okay have you seen the tiktoks where like people are like get my book ready for reading yeah ah! there's this girl there's this girl on tiktok who who films herself reading a whole book and like she takes it to the park she like reads it in the rain it's like gets like Coffee all over it in her backpack. It's like tabs. She's written on it. It's ripped. It's like super damaged. That hurts. And I'm like, I wish I could be. I wish I could. She's that. She's that girl. She's an it girl walking I, through Paris. hundred percent. Like With I wish stained pages. I wish I could. But like, I the last time I read outside was like the end of summer last year, and I would go up to the park up the street, and I would wait for Nick to come in on the train, and I would sit there and I would read. But like, I wouldn't bring a bag. I wouldn't bring anything. It'd just be me and the book in the sunshine when it's not humid, when it's not moist. And I would read it and then I would like hold it by the spine sticking out in front of me. So you wouldn't get greasy handprints. Yeah. It's like I'm walking home and I'm not tucking it to my chest with a pages fold or anything. If it's paperback, I'm just like holding it like out in the air. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I really wish I could relax. (laughs) I can't relax. I absolutely can't relax. But both of us are like bookish collectors. Like we, we like revere our books yeah like they stay on our shelf forever <laughs> any any special edition i don't know if if you do the same thing but any special edition i don't open it i don't no. <laughs> i don't i don't look at it they're like exclusive art and i'm like i'll never know <laughs> <laughs> i have how many copies of once upon a broken heart oh jesus i've only ever cracked open the like regular hardback edition that's the only one you read yep I have, like, six UK versions. Never cracked them open. Oh, have you cracked open your, like, From Blood and Ash ones? The ones you no. got from... No. No. I've, I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. I can't bring myself to read them. Which, like, to a lot of people is going to sound like such a waste. Because I'm not even reading the books. But, like... Yeah, we spend, like... We're... Okay, first of all, we're Canadian. Yeah. So we're paying, like, import and all that crap. We're paying so much fucking money. <laughs> when, like, when my From Blood and Ash books came in, it was, like, 25 bucks in duty. I was like that lucky mine is always like thirty dollars but that's like high yeah that's a lot of like if if, for For those who have no idea to pay like over 20 bucks in duty is ridiculous well first of all the books are always in US or UK like in pounds yeah so it's like twice the amount (laughs) when we pay in Canadian dollars then we're paying (laughs) shipping on top of that
1: this Here are the peeve. woes,
0: <laughs> and then we'd like get this like two hundred dollar box set, three almost mm-hmm. three hundred dollar box set, and we're just like, and it goes on my shelf, yeah. and I don't look at it ever again. Honestly, I was looking at um Alcrate still has copies of Gallant. They're really pretty, black one, yes. And I want it really, get it, really it's signed, bad. yeah. But then actually, Alcrate is Canadian. It is. No, it's not. It's it's American. But they have an office here i'm pretty sure oh well they ship from the states then oh stupid i think they're canadian but it's all american pricing and they ship from the states that's dumb which is fucking bullshit but <laughs> there's no duty because i i've ordered from them before i the once upon a broken heart I oh seriously yeah no duty oh fuck yeah so i just realized i'm gonna because i ordered the book right of right night this. by holly black from them the exclusive edition that was my book ban break <laughs> Okay, but we agreed like we're we're on a book buying ban for the year. But we agreed that um, special editions don't count. and need to do sequels. No, because that's different. It is okay. See, okay. I know a lot of people have book bans, and I know they like go on them. But I'm like they're always doomed to fail because we're just like, oh, I'm going on a book ban. I'm not allowed to read any. Like, I'm not allowed to buy any new books. And then you know, like a sequel of your favorite series comes out, and then you're like, oh fuck. So then you buy that, and then you buy five other books, and it's like no. yeah I find that like like last year every other month we were trying a book buying ban and it wasn't working and the main reason was sequels were coming out and yeah. then it's like how am I not supposed to buy that book especially yeah. like how am I not supposed to pre-order that book exactly. how am I not gonna buy this once no, in a lifetime also, opportunity special edition exactly and also like usually authors do this thing or publishing houses do this thing that if you pre-order a book you get a pre-order gift yeah and I'm just like well I want the atlas six pin <laughs> i can't i can't not have that pin am i ever going to use it no but yeah. i need it <laughs> i think that's like and it, it feels good not just randomly because like this year we're we're both really focused on reading our tbrs mm-hmm. our, our tv red pile but like it kind of feels nice not just buying books like any books i've bought was with like gift money yep or like gift cards points whatever um but like there's like hotel magnifique came out and I, I've been wanting to read it since I heard about it last year because it's basically Caraval but like hotel and I'm sitting here like I could go buy it but like I, I don't want to no. like, I just don't want to because I'm like oh no, it breaks and, my band and I think that's the thing too because I've noticed when last year you and me both went fucking wild we went way too hard last year <laughs> I was thinking back and I was like the thousands and yeah. I mean thousands of that dollars. we spent on yeah. books last oh, year yeah, and I'm just like okay so we went absolutely feral last year <laughs> I Which was book really fun and really that. cathartic to oh, just yeah, treat ourselves and buy whatever the fuck we wanted. Half of the books that I bought last year, I forgot I bought them. I don't think about them and I mm-hmm. don't feel the need to read them anymore. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the books I bought last year were book talk books. Yeah. And I just don't want to read them. But now I have them. and I'm like, now what? Exactly. So that's why I think that this version of our book ban where we're like, okay, we can buy sequels and we can buy special editions because once a special edition is gone, it's just gone. gone. So that's fine. But at least like what my method is that I write down the book that I'm like, oh, I'm really interested in this book. I'll write it down. And if I'm still thinking about it Mm -hmm. next year, I'll buy it. Mm -hmm. But if I've lost interest next year, there's no point. It's like that book is always going to be there. honestly that's why it's kind of been nice and then like even like like my birthday is Mm mid-year so that means that it's six months until christmas which is the next like gift giving holiday so that's six months i have to think do i actually want this book like if i have the opportunity to get a free book from a friend or a family member is this the book i want Mm -hmm. there's pressure then (laughs) because when i just go to the store and i pick up a bunch of books because they're pretty it's different (laughs) i know Coke my care. birthday's at the end of the year so i'm like i don't get like i'm like i There's get no books reprieve. and then i get way more books yeah on christmas <laughs> honestly i don't even know what i'm saying because no one you're the only person you and my, one, one other friend buy me books yeah no one else does nick will not tolerate it my family doesn't bother <laughs> <laughs> no see my mom won't buy me books because she's just like well i don't know what you read i don't understand what you read <laughs> my dad we were talking about just stuff accumulating yeah. stuff and he's like you're a pack rat and I was <sighs> like here's the thing though when I move out everything I own is coming with me so is that really pack rat energy though because it's not a bunch of crap it's <laughs> Your stuff dad it is hot takes. I know and he's like well books you collect, you have all these books it's, it's pack rat behavior like what are you gonna do with them all and I'm like bring them fucking with me thank you literally I'm it's like, like not it's not I'm not pack I'm not a pack rat it's not like no but I think a lot of people don't like <laughs> This is something that I, I also follow a lot of interior design. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my passions. And a lot of these interior design people will go into like thrift stores and they'll go and pick out books that look pretty on a shelf. Mm-hmm. And people are in the comments being like, well, you're never going to read it. You're never going to. And I'm like, OK, guys, books are not only just stories. They're also pieces of art mm-hmm. and they're also decor. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I might never read a book that I bought two years ago, but it's going to sit on my shelf. It's going to look beautiful like honestly my goal like because i'm realistic i know that when i move out i can't bring with me like 18 bookcases so i've been like as i go through the books i'm reading on my tbr if i don't like a book it'll get donated yeah or if i if i never if i know for a hundred percent certain that i'm never gonna pick up this book and it's not like freaking gorgeous or anything like that it's not worth keeping then she gone yeah she gone she gone i i I I will (laughs) admit there are like maybe five books in my library that I kept because they're pretty I hate the book but I kept them because they're pretty mood (laughs) I was like that's a pretty cover I'm not gonna throw it out I have so many of those like I have um what is that book that duology called where the two faces line up Fable? Oh, Fable and Fable Namesake. And namesake yeah. I bought those because they were book talk favorites. I don't really think they're going to be for me. No, me neither. They're very short, but I have them sitting on my shelf and I'm like, I have to fucking read these. See, I, I have I have the first book in that series and I also have... Um, okay, so I really love the artist Charlie Bowater. I think it's Bowater or Bowater. And she does a lot of book covers. She did like Sorcery of Thorns. She did Enchantment of Ravens. She did the... There was a duology... Bone Crier's Moon, Bone yeah, Crier's Dawn. Bone Crier's yeah, Moon. she did those and I bought them purely because her art was on. Them. <laughs> I was like, they're pretty. I'll I'll get them. I'm curious if you would like Bone Crier's Moon. People hate it a lot. Like it's I've seen a lot of like this was garbage. Very I liked it. I know you did. It was I thought it was quite unique. I thought the story was unique. I'm just scared of it being Insta love because that was what everyone said. But apparently lately I've realized I don't have a problem with Insta love. See, I do. <laughs> And I didn't have a problem with this book. Interesting. I wouldn't call it insta love. No. It was enemies to lovers. They fucking hated each other. (laughs) Like true enemies. They hated each other. (laughs) other. Was there a reason? Okay, see, this is my. Yes, there was a reason for this. This is a hot take. It's not a bookish pet peeve. Maybe it is. I don't know. It is a pet peeve, 100%. Okay. I absolutely despise when a book is advertised as enemies to lovers, but it is just a bully romance. I hate bully romance. I really wanted to read Zodiac Academy. Yeah. And I don't think I can do it because apparently it's like fucking mean, like bully, bully. And like, I can't do I don't, that. It's not enemies. If one person's just a fucking cunt to the other 100%. person. Like it's not enemies to lovers. That's not enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers means you have, you both have opposing goals and you will take each other down. If you're not standing on opposite ends of the battlefield, fuck off. That's, that's enemies to lovers. Yeah. So it's, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I can't read, <laughs> I can't read bully romance. Like <laughs> people say freaking, um, cruel prince is, is enemies to lovers. And I'm like, no, That's it's a bully, bully romance. romance. like Cardin's a huge cunt, <laughs> <laughs> but I still love his tale <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about, I was like looking at my shelf and I was like, I want, like I was looking at all the books mm-hmm. that I DNF'd that I would like to give a second chance. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at cruel cool prince and I was like, I tried you three times. Just get rid of it. I don't think I can actually read it. I just don't think I can do then it. Then just get rid of it. It's just not. Funny. I mean, it is a really pretty cover, so maybe you it should is. just keep it because it's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, might as well. And you did paint it, didn't you? I did. I painted it. So then, so it's mine now. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get into we some pet probably peeves? Get it. <laughs> we should get into our pet peeves. <laughs> so we asked um, people on Instagram mm-hmm. to send us their pet peeves some of them are great Some of them are i'm like excited takes some of them are like your classic pet peeves yeah that we all have but some of them are fucking good <laughs> okay okay see. go for it go for it okay the first one i think we all agree on is when someone like bursts into your room and bugs you while you're reading oh my like, god they talk to you while you're reading it's like they know when to show up like nick i feel like <laughs> nicholas you're getting called holy out holy shit <laughs> Do y'all remember when I told you that Nick walked in on me reading Neon Gods? And it, it was a smutty fucking again. part. So <laughs> I got off work like at like five. I decided I was gonna stop work at five. He usually doesn't get here till 5:30. I start reading Electric Idol. <laughs> no, it wasn't Electric Idol. It was Love Hypothesis. Oh my god, and, and I it had was that chapter. Finally got into the smutty chapter. <laughs> and here he comes. <laughs> here's nick my boyfriend in the doorway and he's like what's that because <laughs> you know the look on my face he's like bro <laughs> what are you reading? he has a sixth sense he does so i like threw it across the room and then we'd like fight each other for it like just pure like i'm gonna kill you fighting and he finally like flips it open and it's like the scene where he's like going down on her and he's like ashley <laughs> ashley and i'm like yeah and listen <laughs> listen No yeah that's that's absolutely worse I feel like it always happens at the worst time in the book and Mm -hmm. you're like I'm not even reading a spicy book like it's just like a romance novel or something and then that person will show up right when it gets good. Or like when you have like less than like 20 pages left and you're like fucking get out of my space. Okay okay what happened to me once I was reading I think it was reading Clockwork Princess and it was I cannot, okay, do not ask me the plot of those books. I love them to hell, but I do not remember what happened. I was sobbing and something like terrible was about to happen. And my mom walked in and she's just like, what are you reading? And I'm like, oh God, you killed it. You killed my, yeah. my I was cathartically crying. Yeah. <laughs> going through it. I was going through it. And now I like, and you just, it's gone. The really sad scene in, um, gods and monsters in the the third book of serpent and dove Mm -hmm. i was fucking going through it because that was my favorite character and it was hurting and my mom walks in and i was like i need you to get the fuck out of my face right now (laughs) yeah that's the worst we agree with that hot take yeah we agree with that hot take um what do you think of movie posters as the front cover okay this is my hot take oh here we go i don't care i don't either no. Everyone's like, oh, I hate it. And I'm like, I just don't give a fuck. Just don't get that book. Just don't then. get that version. There's always the original version. There's you always the original always version. If it's not in bookstores, it's online. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> like, get over it, guys. Get over it. <laughs> like, I, yeah, okay, and ugly, honestly, but sometimes they're better. Like, I remember the first... I had like a hardcover of Twilight when it originally came out, but I had the the movie, the movie poster one? with all the Cullens on it. That one was good. It was beautiful. I love that one. I feel like it was a piece of like history. It's a piece of art, <laughs> and like you can't get that anymore. No, exactly. Consider it a special edition when the movie it essentially come is. Out. I read that book religiously. It was so tattered. I, <laughs> <laughs> my my Twilight paperback is wrecked. Like it is just so. I got rid ruined. of mine. You my what? original my original copy i got rid of mine why because it had like tea stains on it and it was oh. like bent and like i used to dog ear my pages back then and i was just like no i'm gonna get a better copy oh, I and i regret it. it i would have kept it i know <laughs> <laughs> no and i also think like the the shadow and bone and six of crows covers i think they're pretty yeah i don't think they're terrible no because you don't see their faces i think that's... i wouldn't buy them
1: but no, i do not think they're terrible. them because
0: compared to the original covers no yeah 100 percent no <laughs> Uh -uh. do you think you know how the six of crows covers are kind of similar to the original shadow and bone covers do you know what i mean oh the art style yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. do you think they're gonna change those to match the new covers did you see the new covers of twilight no oh my god it's an atrocity it's a fucking atrocity wait it is (laughs) yes please look it up it is the original covers it's still the black background but the picture like the the apple the flower the ribbon they're really tiny or they're like going through it and the lettering is huge and broken apart and i hate it i have seen this i um it for upsets me what because the whole thing with twilight There's the simplicity of was it was the simplicity and then the beauty and the, the kind of writing that they used for the font it was so like you saw that writing you're like that's twilight it's so iconic um that's pup setting <laughs> <laughs> it's so like poppy and like graphic I hate it that's not the vibe of Twilight that it's not, not the, the vibe. vibe it's not the vibe it is not the vibe <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much okay next pet peeve is a hot take and ooh, I like it uh, people who slam a, jo- a genre but read it anyways just to have something to hate on Oh. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a really, honestly, yeah, a lot of people do that. A lot of people you do. You know what? I'll consider myself one of them. I was a hater. Really? I was a spice book hater. <laughs> I mean, I get it because like, you know, you want content and mm-hmm. whatever, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> Genuinely. I, if you're going to give a solid review, like if you're reading it, even though you know you're going to hate it because you want to give that perspective and yeah. it's like a good review, you you list the facts as why you don't like it. Sure. Yeah. But if you're reading it just to have something to scream about. No, I don't do that. No, I'm not that kind of hater. I'm the former kind of hater. I'm like, I don't see. I know I don't like spicy books, but Mm -hmm. I will force myself to read them (laughs) because I get such hard FOMO. Mm -hmm. that I'm like, well, I want to know. I want to know. And then I'll read it and I'll hate it. My best example is, um, you know how everyone, maybe you don't. You know how everyone's talking about Belmort? No. What is that? Belmort? Oh, <laughs> Belle Belle yeah. Um It's it's by Bella Higgins. It's like a vampire novel, but it was from it's published by Wattpad books because it was really popular on Wattpad back. I think in I day. have heard of it. Yeah. So I got the arc for it because I love me a vampire novel. However, and everyone everyone seems to really like this book because it, it provides what you need the mm-hmm. the, the cheesy vampire story. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. you hate it? I hate it? <gasps> <gasps> Why? She, she chose a dual POV, and I love me a dual point of view. She's in like first person and he's in third. Do you know how jarring that is? That's a choice. Yeah. And I got it like through NetGalley. And I was like, I feel like I always feel bad giving a rough review, but I was like, I have to look at it. From the perspective that I kind of knew I wasn't going to enjoy it, yeah. But I'm giving like when I give a review, I give a review. You know what I mean? She she dumps those hot takes in there. I dump hot (laughs) takes, but I give facts. Like I'm not like I hated this book. Fuck this book. Well, you saw my review of King and Battle and Blood. It wasn't a positive review, but I didn't like rip it to shreds. No, you're like here's what I liked and here's the issues that I had with it. Like you're listing the facts and saying like this book sucks, the author sucks, you suck. Yeah, no, I I don't. I hate doing that. There's there's a there's a line. I there think we've is talked a about it before, but there's a lion. i mean i will be a hater on an author that deserves the hate <laughs> mm-hmm. that's different but like oh yeah that was that was something that was going around book talk where people were just like you know i feel like these accounts that like hate on problematic authors and that's all they do is doing more harm than good and i i don't agree but i see where they're coming from i see where they're coming from because they're like well you're just giving more publicity to that author and i'm like well they're also raising awareness because just because we as book talk know mm-hmm. these things because i'm sorry guys if you if you participate in book talk and bookstagram and you don't know that certain authors are problematic either you're purposefully like blind to it or you're just your head's in a hole yeah but like someone was talking about that and they're, they're like either you know, if you are on bookstagram, yeah, sure. We all know that these authors are problematic. But, like, the random person who comes across it on their For You page might not. I won't. Like, I won't I won't pick a specific book. No. But, like, take a book. Any book. And, like, we all know yeah. that this author, and I'm sure you all can use your head and guess. But they we- usually have um, three letters. <laughs> There's usually three letters in their acronym. Anyway. Um <laughs> We know that they're problematic, and we know the reasons. Yeah, and there's a lot of book talkers. Oh and my god! Wait. That don't. What? They are always three letters. Oh my god, they are. Except one that I can think of right now, but usually, wow, they are. <laughs> That's crap. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, um, but like you know when you when you exactly when you're scrolling through your for you page mm-hmm. and you come across a book and you're yeah. not part of the book community and you're like, well, everyone seems to love this. I see this book. On every single video, yeah, yeah. I'm going to read it yeah. I'm going to love it. And then they just, they, yeah. No. <laughs> mm. Anyway. <laughs> Next hot take. Um, people who like turn an open book upside down if there's no bookmark or crack the spine. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa. What's the first so, one? So, you know, when you don't have a bookmark, yeah. but you're in the middle of a book, so yeah. you flip it. <gasps> so you flip it over. So the pages are face down and then you walk I'm away from the book. scandalized. I hate that. It goes along. I also said cracking a spine because it's basically the same thing. Don't you dare crack your spines! I hate those videos. Oh my god, it, <laughs> it's like they're there to torture me. They come across my for you page all the time, where someone's just like, "Oh, I'm reading this new crack." Oh my god, it I dare. hate it so much. The only thing I you're gonna this is a hot take, and you're gonna hate it. Um, I don't I don't like the cracking of paperbacks, and I don't like the ridges that end mm-hmm. up in, in paperback. but. I like a floppy book, I love a floppy book, obviously. But you know, when you get a hardcover and she's stiff and you open it and it makes these little like cracky noises. noises? I love that. (laughs) Okay. See, I used to love that. I used to. But nowadays I've noticed that bookbinding is going to make me sound, I'm really nerdy, but bookbinding nowadays is not done the way it used to. No books are falling apart i'm like i'm paying like 30 40 for this hardcover book and it is literally a paperback glued into a hardcover shell that is not what a hardcover is it should be sewn in Mm -hmm. like it should be like the whole point of like a hardcover is that you should be able to repair it but you can't if it's just a paperback glued into a fucking hardcover shell oh my god i hate it so much it's I I don't understand the lazy care because like these books are so fucking expensive and they yeah. only get more expensive especially so that Canada. doesn't make sense to me I'm like why am I paying this much money yeah. like I'm paying twenty dollars more like compared mm-hmm. to a paperback is usually like twenty dollars for us yeah and then a hardcover is usually like thirty five forty yeah so I'm paying fifteen to twenty dollars more for a hardcover book that mm-hmm. is not better made no in any sort of way no what am I paying for the sleeve. <laughs> literally it's it's garbage it no i am anti crack the spines i am anti i am anti fold the book over but i used to i used to throw anything as a bookmark in my book oh yeah me too but like now the it, worst thing i've ever done was i, I took my sock off <laughs> <laughs> i was like i can't lose my page what a mood i used to just remember the page numbers i can't do that i used to be like yep page 96 and i would come back like two days later and i would just pick it up nope But I was young then. (laughs) My memory's fading. Memories fading. (laughs) I now always have a bookmark because every time I buy a book at Indigo, which is frequent. (laughs) Well, not anymore, I guess. They always give me a bookmark. Always. Oh, I don't keep them. I I always tell them to to take it out. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I have have so many many bookmarks at home. I have my fiance got me these um, wooden bookmarks that all have like quotes on the back. Mm -hmm. I have like 20 of them. Which is really sweet of her. And then I have like these, um, these really cool sword bookmarks. Those are sick. I love them. They got like I got like twenty or forty of them off Amazon. Damn, I love them. So I never, I'm never out of a bookmark See, anymore. I literally don't own a single bookmark <laughs> that isn't from Indigo. <laughs> oh my god! I like don't own a fancy book. I'm the worst book talker ever. I don't own a fancy bookmark. I don't. Yeah, I've never. She like, doesn't bought a have bookmark. fancy annotations. Oh wait, that's a lie. I have a bookmark that's a sock monkey does that count didn't i make you a bookmark no did. i did. not think you have no 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 i have are you I've sure i made you a bookmark yeah this is awkward <laughs> <laughs> i made you a bookmark. it's in your anna karenina book i think oh you know yeah. what it definitely yeah. is it it's definitely not fancy is. i just cut out some paper and i, I made a little <laughs> bookmark i was like here you go i'll take it out <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see what else oh I'm going to combine them too because they're they're pretty uh, universally hated when series continue to come out but they're different sizes oh fuck that and then those stickers on the front covers that are like printed on you can't get them off okay <laughs> publishers listen, listen up <laughs> what the fuck is the point of that what, what is the is? point what is the 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 point listen when you print a sticker on a book what's the point because the sticker's there for advertising purposes yeah. I've seen the sticker Yeah, I have bought the book I've seen the sticker yeah. the sticker can come off now why does why I don't need to know 10 years down the road that Shadow and Bone is coming out with a Netflix TV show I get it coming soon it ain't coming soon she came she saw she conquered we're moving on <laughs> She been here, <laughs> Oh, and like different size. Okay, I mm-hmm. when different when sizes. an author randomly switches publishing houses because yeah. that's usually what it is. It's they switch publishing houses and then the size is different. The like the, the cover looks different. The pages are different. I hate it. The fonts different. <laughs> like stop about the here, the Ember and the Ashes mm-hmm. series has that issue. Oh no, and it just oh. <laughs> i have a trilogy that the first two books are they're all paperback mm-hmm. the first two books are the same height the third one is shorter by like an inch i hate that paperbacks okay L- b.e schwab i love you i love you so much but what the fuck is what up, the up with what the fuck Gallon? is up with gallant what the fuck why I, is it a square i took it off my tbr shelf because i finished it put it on my regular shelf next to all my other schwab books and it is shorter than all the paperbacks I hate it. It's a little square boy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. I don't understand. It's a square book, and I get—I would understand because there's artwork in it, and it makes sense for the book to be square. No, but that's the thing. Okay, I have the UK and the US editions of *Gallant* because I am that bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> and the UK edition is a rectangle, yeah. and it has the art in it, Does so it I don't understand compared to the not really. Uh-huh. So I don't understand why it needed to be a square. Was this her choice? Was this the publisher's choice? Why can an author not have every single book be the same size and shape? Because <laughs> Addie LaRue is also a giant size. It's huge. And every other book is like the short squat, like perfect, beautiful mwah, chef's kiss. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, publishers get your shit get your together. Shit together.
1: <laughs> That's um, the next one.
0: Where do you stand on those covers that don't cover the whole book, the, like paperbacks? You know oh, about? like the half, the half covers because it's hiding the praise that can't go on the back of a paperback. I don't, I don't like it. I, I don't, don't like it. Either. I don't like it. I get why it's necessary. <laughs> do you? <laughs> like, well, like because they want the praise on the book, but it like can't go on the back because it's paperbacks, so the back has to have the blur. I mean, usually, they should have the praise on like the first page, don't they? I wish. If they were going to do that, it was because that page had some level of importance. Like, I know how good the book is. That's why I'm buying it. <laughs> I I think my, my this this is worse, is when they put the praise on the front cover and it's, like, on the cover. You know, Ew. when it's, like, covered in the praise. Yeah. Like, oh, what was it? I'm pretty sure it was Mortal Instruments. I was, like, the first one I ever noticed. The Mortal Instruments books, right on the front cover, had a blurb by Stephanie Meyer. And I'm like, oh, yes. who the fuck? Why the fuck? it ruins the cover it does also i don't yeah i hate it like just because stephanie garber liked a book doesn't mean i'm gonna go out and buy it i love her well (laughs) she's your god i do like her a lot (laughs) she's your fucking god oh god you have to remind me later that i have a serious pet peeve i gotta talk about (laughs) okay next okay let's see um I don't know what this one means. When she knows the guy is morally bankrupt, but falls for him anyway. Oh, like he's a shitty person. I guess like he's a shitty person. Yeah. And she falls for him anyway. I mean, that's not really a... I mean, I get it. <laughs> I get the anger. Cause... Yeah, I get, I get the anger too. I'm just like, why does... <sighs> but all book boys are fuck boys. <laughs> they honestly are. They are. And the thing is, is like, what makes... A book boy, a good book boy, because they've all got some suspicious stuff going on. All you know of I mean? them. All Maybe. of them. Like, even my top boys. Yep. I can't think of a single one that. At isn't the very least, a, 90% of them are yeah, murderers. Yeah, but that's the whole point. I'm like, I try to think about it. I'm like, Okay why do I like these books, these toxic-ass boys in these books, <laughs> but in real life, I would not give them a second glance. Because they're safe, toxic boys. Exactly, because, because they you know their intention. Because you know they're going to change, and yeah. you know, and most of the time, you can hear their perspective, so you know that they're not actually bad. That's, okay, that's a pet peeve. <laughs> um, when the female lead is interested in this morally bankrupt, like, man, mm-hmm. and... It's her job to change him and make him a good person. Dude, that's who I am. (laughs) (laughs) But But it's like every book. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I, okay. I know it's obviously in like, when it's in the structure of like a man and a woman, like their situation and like, it's always the woman's job to change the man. But I'm like, me as a person, I like to fix people. Mm. And not in the sense that I'm like, oh, I want to sit there and be like, be better, be a good person. I'm <laughs> like, I just really like to hear people's problems and I like to talk mm-hmm. them through Help them. them. Yeah, so I'm just no like, idea. you know what? I see the appeal when you see a sad mopey boy or girl. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> <laughs> we go anyway here. <laughs> exactly. I, You know, I, I just love them. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> okay. Can I tell you? my like, Tell me your pet, pet peeve. peeve. I have two. Okay, and I'm gonna do the one that makes the least sense because I think the second one you could rant with me about. Okay. Um, Kate, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, it makes no sense, but I was thinking about this. Um, Go ahead, expose yourself. So I was thinking today about how I wasn't enjoying Belmore, so I, have just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna continue with it. But I was thinking, like, n- now I'm like in desperate need. Of like vampire romance mm-hmm. where do you go for vampire romance wattpad what is with wattpad now you have to pay for it <laughs> wait what yeah so like you know how it was free like every book you wanted to read was free there were no ads it was all like you could write whenever you wanted yeah, read because otherwise wanted. copyright claim yeah. so now there's like you can read most books or some books lesser known books usually Um, but every chapter or every few minutes there's an ad that you can't get rid of and you have to watch like 30 seconds in order to get like 10 minutes of free time or you subscribe and pay like i want to say it's like 10 bucks u.s i don't understand how the copyright claim would work on that because it's like are these authors making money off someone else's copyright so and then there's like other books that you have to pay to read or use, like, tokens to read or something like that. But you have to pay for the tokens. So you have to pay to read these books. Mm-hmm. They're, like, premium books or whatever. So, like, all these old books that I read, what, 10, 12, 13 years ago? I now pay for? I have to pay for? That's why you download. Is ah. Ah. That's garbage. No, I, I agree. That's stupid. No, but I don't get it. Like, I genuinely don't get how you can, how that works. Because it's, like, that... Because it's like those properties don't belong to you. So therefore, that's why they used to be free. Because you can't make money off something that belongs to someone else. It was literally a place for people to kickstart writing yeah. and like get a feel for it and get a feel for what people were looking for. And well, like, There's so many authors now that mm-hmm. used to write fan fiction. Yeah. Like straight up used to write fan fiction. Um, Scarlett St. Clair. Um, Olive Blake. uh el james like every author literally yeah. they all wrote fan fiction at one point yeah so it's just like i get like i get it you want to pay your authors but like chloe gong used to write fan oh, 100 yeah but like then publish those books yeah like why am i paying a crap ton of money monthly to read these books that like aren't properly edited that no. are like sus on so many levels yeah i just like it, oh, it makes me so sad no I agree with you that is a hot that's a good that's a good take yeah okay what's your next one wait wait wait. but then (laughs) oh oh, no there's more there's like more this is like a side thing but like I found a book on Wattpad last year that I really liked and it was long like Mm -hmm. it was a it was a novel Mm -hmm. I didn't have to pay for it but the ads kicked my ass um but then you can't like add it to your Goodreads like you read a whole ass book but you can't add it to your Goodreads because it's like not a like book. It's book. not a real book. Like, it's not like on Goodreads. It's not a real book. So then I feel bad <laughs> wasting my time because <laughs> I can't add it. I can't add it to my Goodreads goal, but it's like a good book and I had good time. You know what I mean? Okay. So is your hot take, should fan fiction be counted as a real yeah. book? Because then that begs the argument... But then it's audiobooks are real books, ebooks are real books. Well, yeah, but those are published books. Yeah, but you're still reading. Like, I still read 300,000 yeah, words. But I also read words. a pamphlet. So, <laughs> so <laughs> but, that. but that's like my thing is like this book was 300,000 words. Yeah. That's a novel. Yeah. But I can't count it to my Goodreads goal because it's just not there. <laughs> I mean, okay, so this is what I would say I consider them books, but they're not published books. So, therefore, they don't go on Goodreads. But you can still count them as your personal goal i guess i don't really uh-huh. care about my goodreads goal like i know people are obsessed with it yeah okay how okay <laughs> this is one of my hot takes. Cool. are you guys fucking lying when you are reading like <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo! <laughs> okay i don't like you do you like y- <laughs> but how the fuck have you read 200 books already like how the fuck <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck are you not sleeping are you not sleeping? Do you not say hi to your friends? Do you not say hello to your family? Do you not eat? Do you not sleep? Do you not shower? Do you not go to school? <laughs> Do you not work? Do you go shit? Do you like not just, I don't know. I don't get it. Do you have time to breathe? <laughs> how? Like, like we're fast readers, but we how? Are. But how? I've, I'm at uh 20, 21 on my on my read and I'm in month four yeah there's whole weeks where I don't read a book but I'm Mm -hmm. like let's say I was reading every fucking day I think at max I would be at like 45 I think if I read every single day and I literally had no responsibility like no work no school no nothing and I could just read the entire day I would definitely have a crap ton of books finished but like do you not get tired no, like, but also, like, I read during work because I do mm-hmm. a lot of computer work. So I have an audiobook going at, like, th- most of the time, <laughs> three times speed. <laughs> <Moved>. <laughs> but, like, even then, I, I I get sick of even reading my favorite book. Yeah. I have to put it down I at get, one point. T- like other hobbies yeah like do you not play video games are we shaming people a little bit i guess (laughs) we're not shaming you we're genuinely wondering how you do it how do you do it i literally i shit you not i think i messaged you it was like two weeks into january or less and this girl had read 64 books (gasps) what the fuck and i was like how the shit have you done like at this point i'm like you have to be lying like you how i don't think like skimming you have to be skimming skimming and that's not i don't count skimming as reading no, I don't. Because you're not okay. Actually well, then I the skimmed the last like fifty pages of from uh, King of Battle and Blood. <laughs> Mood. That's different. Like if you're skimming the whole book, yeah, okay, that's not reading. But like if you're skimming because it's getting boring, it was so boring at the end. Different. I was just yeah, like, I can't. I'm reading the dialogue. I, I'm like, oh, that's a, that's an important name. I'm gonna just read that sentence. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> but like skimming a whole book, yeah, that's not. You didn't read the book. You read the did dialogue. You absorb it. <laughs> yeah. Did you remember what it was about? I mean. I read books slowly, and I don't, I don't remember what, what they're about. about. <laughs> you could ask me... I just finished Gallant, and you could ask me the premise, and I can't tell you. And my favorite... Literally, I just said that. I'm like, yeah. I love The Mortal Instruments so much. I don't, don't know, what, know what happened in that book. Nope. There were robots? <laughs> yeah, but that's, not... that's my hot take. I'm just like, eat. please explain to me your fucking method. Yeah. Or... Cause it's not like I'm saying like, Oh, people who like bang out like 10 books a month. I'm like, Oh, I believe that. Sure. hundred percent. You just read a lot or even like 15 books a month. If they're like smaller and stuff. And especially if you're reading like spicy books or romance Mm -hmm. books, they're usually no more than like 300 pages Mm -hmm. at max. But like, (laughs) I see people reading full on fucking fantasy series and they've read like, like 600 page books. Like they've read like 10 of them in the month. And I'm like, what like Um, i read one 600 page book and i'm like i'm reading romance and i'm reading like chill (laughs) rom-com books for the rest of the month because that was so much to take in in march i read seven or eight books and six of them were 600 pages yeah that's not terrible though no but it's possible but (laughs) when you're like i read 25 600 page books i'm like you read six 600 page books what did you read uh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh i read honey girl that was about 300 then i read how do you just off the top of your head if i'm not checking my goodreads goal it didn't happen <laughs> i can have that picture that instagram story it's in my brain good for you <laughs> and then i read <laughs> um one last stop and i read this Woven kingdom that was a big book and then I read Electric Idol. That was not a big book. That was not a big book. And then I read so Big on a Cobo. I hate reading on a kobo because it's like this book is seven hundred pages, and I'm like, you need to relax. <laughs> it's not actually seven hundred pages, but it's just like <laughs> Jesus. You read that many six hundred pages? Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. Hold on, 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 everyone, everyone, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I feel like I should be pulling this up on my Instagram, not my Goodreads, because I can't tell what I read when. Because I saved those, right? Don't I save those now? You should, in a highlight. I do. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> um, I read all the From Blood and Ash books. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Now I believe that. Because I'm like, you're so addicted to those books. And I'm like, once you've read a book the first time, I feel like you go through it faster. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I don't think I read that many big books. And I don't think I could. I read um i read honey girl that was about 300 pages then i read The woven kingdom then i read one last stop all this woven kingdom was almost 600 is it it was 530 no shit yeah <laughs> and then fury Born was long and kingsbane was long so i read three big books last month and then Verity, Electric Idol, One Last Off, and Honey Girl. Those were all chill. I don't even know what happened in March for me to read that many books and, and chunky boy books. Because February, I read one book and she was 250 pages. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So like that that's my hot take. I'm just like, either you got to explain to me or I don't believe you. It's just like, I get it. Like if you read 150 books or, or whatever in a year. Sure. Yeah. Because, like, audiobooks and, like, shorter books. I I find a lot of the people who read, like, a bajillion books a year are Mm -hmm. reading, like, shorter romance or, like, smutty books. Yeah. But, like, I I don't know. I just, it's less, like, at the end of the year when they've read, like, over 100 books. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, that's, that's believable. But as you're going through the months and they're like, yeah, I read 47 books this month. And I'm like, there's 30 days. Someone read the entire day they've about trilogy like city of uh, brass right? and all of those books they are chunky boys are they then they read the entire poppy war series those That's are also chunky read. boys then they read the entire like winter's promise books those are four of them those are chunky boys in the same month and i Good was just like how? how did they stay out of a slump i'd be i can't city. go from big boy to big boy I like that <laughs> <laughs> i can't handle it <laughs> i literally yeah I have to. I have to throw in like a tiny baby yeah. in between, and especially if I read a book that's five stars. Yeah, I'm just sitting here after reading Gal and I'm like, now what the fuck do I do? What do I do? Go read reread Neon Gods. Reread Neon. No, I already <laughs> did that. All right, what was your second hot take? Okay, um, okay. I don't. Okay. Oh my god. Well, no, it's not bad. It's just I think I think you're either gonna agree with it or you don't, and that's just generic. Um, when. Okay. I'm going to have to explain when authors don't know when to stop a series. Yeah. Hear me out. Well, mm, <laughs> Cassie Claire, stop a series or stop a world. Cassie Claire. I was just thinking today, cause today they, um, Stephanie Garber showed the next, a uh, once upon broken heart book mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. And I was just thinking to myself how she like Carval was a trilogy. And then this is either going to be a duology or a trilogy and how, She's staying in the same world, but it works because the magic has evolved and you're somewhere new. Whereas like I was thinking about like House of Night, The Vampire Diaries, Cassandra Clare. Um, OK, so oh, this is what I would say with you. OK, I, I know I said Cassie Clare quite a few times, but I think I like what you said about Stephanie Garber kind of applies for Cassie Clare in the sense that it is always new characters in a different time period. Yeah, but I don't know. I I would I would say that more so than Stephanie Garber because really? she's using the same characters from the last book. Only one. Yeah, but st- like Scarlet and Tella show up and like For two pages. Yeah, I still th- I I would say Cassie Claire more so than I can't. Like I read most of Lady Midnight and then gave away the entire series because I was like this is so tired I'm like so tired mm-hmm. of the world of the magic of the well, characters it's not for all you the same. no it's not for no me. like the families are all the same their problems are all the same to me and I was just like can we I feel the same way about <laughs> her ball? even though I, lo- I really love this new series I love it but I'm like to me I'm just like oh, okay I-, I can guess what's gonna happen it's like <laughs> yeah well every book is predictable yeah I don't exactly. think I've read a book where I was like oh, whoa no, but see, okay, I, you know who I think does it perfectly? Maybe Lee Bardugo. Mm-mm. No, I knew where Six of Crows was going. I knew where Shadow of Bone was going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't look at me like that. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. No, I think I think Lee, Lee Bardugo does it this really like well. Like she in the Grishaverse, Greek it makes sense. They all correlate with each other, but they're all their own separate universes. You do not need to read another book, another series to read this series except for king of scars i don't think so no no because you can just see it as history you don't re- it doesn't really matter mm. i think she does it well but i i i agree i think and i think lee bardugo kind of feels that way too she's just like grisha is on hold but she knows but like that's what's great is she's done three separate series mm-hmm. and now she kind of knows when it's time to Pack it in or take a break at least and write something new. Yeah. Whereas, like, like you look at like the Vampire Diaries or House of Fucking Night. Never read those books, right? Yes, it's never ending. Oh my god. Okay, those books. I was addicted to them, bro. Me too. (laughs) She slept with her professor. Do you remember that? Oh my god. Yes. (laughs) And I remember being so like hot and bothered as a 13 year old being like, oh, my God, she slept with her teacher. (laughs) I was a fucking infant when I read those books. And I was like, what is happening? And I was like, but you like your boyfriend and like all this. I don't know. I was just it was so much. for me. Okay, so this is my this is my uh, this is where I agree and I disagree with you. I think that (laughs) (laughs) authors, if you are going to continue writing in your world, your series need to need need to barely have anything to do with each other interesting does that make sense yeah like the stories need to be contained to themselves i think it's a crime (laughs) when you have to read the original trilogy to read a new trilogy yeah i think it's a crime Hmm. because that's what like honestly i feel like that's what stops a lot of people from reading cassie clare because they're just like there's 20 something books Mm -hmm. are you kidding me that and then like all the families are connected and the histories are important and it's just like that's why i haven't bothered yeah that's With, why like, i like going back because i'm like it, they don't matter back then <laughs> they don't matter as much back then no because i'm like i like to read like the the books set in like the victorian or and the edwardian yeah. period because i'm like oh like i don't i don't care what happened later on <laughs> then it's way too convoluted i'm like yeah. i don't care Ugh. like i can't read the lady midnight series no i tried i was so excited because i was still on my cassie claire high mm-hmm. when they came out and i was reading it and i was like this boy is chunky first of all second of all it's just that's my that's problems. one of my pet peeves books that need like that are way too long for they don't no need reason to that, be that long i'm reading the imperium series right now which is like fury born lightbringer yeah. kingsbane you either like that series or you don't i like it oh but they need to be edited the fuck down <laughs> that's why i was gonna buy that series mm-hmm. because it's book talk favorite Is it, though? Yeah. I saw it all over the place back, like, last year. and Not anymore. And, uh... But then, like, I flipped. I flipped open to a page. And I was just reading it. And I was like, I am tired. (laughs) It's so... It's super high fantasy. So, it's really up my alley. But, like, it does not need... Like, it does not need to be 600 pages. There you go. Pet peeve. Pet peeve. Books, honestly, keep them to 400. Keep them down. Keep them chill. There's no reason. I... Like uh, Prior of the Orange Tree, been sitting on my shelf for like a year. I'm gonna read it this year. I'm gonna re- I bought the audiobook last year, so I'll read it. But I think like Prior to the Orange is- Tree is good in the sense that it is broken up in books. Yeah, that's what like a lot of people is like or a lot of people are like, you can just read like the first part, yeah. move on, read a couple other books, move back. Yeah. And I was like, that's better because like I don't wanna be tied up in this one book for mm-hmm. like a month straight. Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to read it in sections. I'll read one book and I'll be like, I read part one of this book. Because yeah, then you don't get bored of it. Exactly. Because I think I would get bored really fast if it's that long. <laughs> it could be an amazing book. It could be the best book ever written and I'll still want to rip my eyeballs out with a spoon. Okay, this is a hot take. Ooh. I don't agree with this hot take, but it's a hot take. Okay? I'm scared. <laughs> do you think an author's personal life and their personal opinions should affect your reading experience. Oh, that's not what I thought you were gonna say. I'm really glad. I almost said yes. (laughs) Because I thought you were gonna say, do you think that authors' lives and opinions intertwine into the their writing? I was like, yes. And then you went somewhere else. No, I did. I definitely did. (laughs) Do you think that you should be able to separate the art from the artist? That's such a huge debate and has always been a huge debate in the book talk and bookstagram community. I just, it's in, in, create, in creation in, cre- in general. Yeah. Here's the thing, is like, you can argue like, well, the art is separate from the author. The author is a shitty person. They're racist, they're homophobic, et cetera. But their work isn't. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's there. It's probably covered up. Yeah. And you might not see it on the surface, but if you read critically, it's there. It's 100% there. As we talked about, as Katie Roberts says, yeah. You literally cannot, an artist, an author cannot take themselves and their opinions out of their writing. It's going to be there. It's going to be there. Maybe it's even like subconsciously they're doing it, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And you're also, when you buy that book, you're or promoting it on your social media. You're giving them promo and you're giving them money. This is my, this is my full opinion on the matter. Go hard. If the author is dead. Yes. Like super fucking dead, like <laughs> hundred years dead, like. In the ground dust man. Oh my god. (laughs) Like no zombie apocalypse opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Okay, you can read the book. Should it be your favorite? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I think more so with books and with film, like especially if they're like okay. So like let's say a really problematic actor is in fucking Spider Man. We love Spider Man. We love Spider Man. Would we not watch Spider Man anymore? no because the actor is acting does that make sense wait so their their beliefs are not intertwined whereas like let's say the problematic person was the writer of the film film. or the director Mm -hmm. of the film then you see it you see it because they're part of the like the they've ingrained themselves into that art exactly so i have this opinion that i'm like okay if it is like a painting mm-hmm. or if it is a sculpture or if it is like an actor in a, in a film I'm okay with continuing to watch it unless that person's still alive and making money off it then fuck that person <laughs> but with books it is almost impossible to separate art from the artist almost impossible almost impossible it's uh... I tried guys I fucking tried and I can't like I couldn't I came to this realization that I'm like it's there though it's in the fucking like, text like if you listed off five problematic authors now mm-hmm. i could tell you exactly what piece in each of their books like you know what yeah. i mean like you have to look for it most of the time but like sometimes it's super sometimes blatant and people are just there. blind <laughs> sometimes it's just there they're like but i like it <sighs> like, that's I, my hot take i get it like literature is personal and, and you love it and you want to love it but like giving that author your money promoting it on your site on your instagram on your tiktok and getting other people to get so involved and infatuated Mm -hmm. with these books no big no big no you're a red flag for me (laughs) i check people now before i follow them Mm -hmm. i check their accounts to see what books they talk about yeah because i'm like if i see like one page like one post of like a book that was like super problematic and i'm like and they don't really talk about it i'm like okay it's fine Mm -hmm. we don't obviously post about it but like if someone is just like, this is my whole world, <laughs> then I'm like, either you don't know or you don't care. Yeah. And I have to operate under you don't care. Yeah. Because I can't. Yeah. yeah. I literally had someone like back before I was aware of the politics that like, mm-hmm. wrapped around books. Because like, if you're not part of the bookish community, like we no, just said, you, you, you have, have no, no fucking, fucking clue. clue. Yeah. So I had no clue. And I just started and I was holding up a problematic book in a video and someone was someone messaged me. Cause they had commented and they were like, can't stand someone who stands this author or something like that. And they DM'd me about it. I think I replied in a polite way. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I'm not an asshole. Um, and we were just talking about it. And she was just like, well, those books like hurt me. They like, misrepresent me. They like, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about it. And I was like, well, like, thank you because now I know. And it's like the last thing I'm going to post. <laughs> and also that author is a huge cunt. Also that <laughs> author's a cunt. <laughs> I forget what my point was what were we just talking about <laughs> how you can't separate the art from the artist yeah no you just can't guys i'm sorry can't. i just like that that's our hot take yeah you, you can't if if it's so so important to you like people who your own who, time like there this happens a lot where people are like covering up the author's name on a book and they're like this person wrote it instead and i'm like but they didn't Mm-mm. there's that guy on tiktok that is re like pulling apart the harry rebinding potter rebinding yeah, the books and rebinding yeah and rebinding them so that uh she who must not be named is not <laughs> listed on the cover as as the author and uh and I was like and people in the comments were like oh that's such a good idea but then there were people who were like and I was like that doesn't change the fact that she wrote it that she is ingrained in the in those books mm-hmm. that her racism her transphobia her fat phobia they are in harry potter they're in there they're there and they're blatant yep it's bad it's so bad so taking her name off covering a name in a photo isn't gonna take take out the huge chunks of text that are harmful yep it's not the author and their name no no. and a lot of people don't get it they're just like oh well she says that on twitter it's just her personal life i just i don't pay attention to that and i'm like yeah but it's in the books guys like (laughs) it's it's in the books it's always gonna be in the books Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate i guess but it, it but it c'est is. la vie c'est la vie <laughs> and that's our that's our summer ending that note. was a dark ass ending <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I don't have a pet peeve that can bring us back no we can't we can't lighten them <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway stand good authors for clear skin <laughs> <laughs> oh lord oh no which means don't read a single book because pretty much everyone's trash <laughs> <laughs> this this episode was hot this was a hot take i hope you guys liked it and don't hate us (laughs) they're just like our opinions like we mean no harm i mean if you really want to fight us send us an email whoa (laughs) that's not fair the emails come to me and i'm fragile personally dm me at at many weather pages i will fucking put you on blast oh shit (laughs) (laughs) honestly yeah sure like send me a, send me a dm because i would i would like to debate some of these things. I feel like they were pretty hot takes and i and i would like to Or if you just have questions. Like if you're curious Or if you what... just want to be polite and be like, "Hey, we really like your podcast." Yeah, <laughs> just let us know. We just like that. Us, we like we like that too. I mean, also if you want to fight me. But also if you just have questions and you're wondering what books we're talking about that are so problematic, we're happy to talk about oh, it. Oh yeah. We just we d- we have talked about them in the yeah. past. We don't want to just keep ragging on the same yeah. books cuz then yeah. it's We're we're trying to do it in a way where like it's funny and you can help understand, but we don't want to trash the book and then hurt readers in the process. Books, I don't know. I mean, innocent readers, I guess I should say. I want to pun kick some readers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) anyway, that's our show. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Chaotically Bookish. We keep saying we're going to film. We never will. We never will with you. But our audio's there. (laughs) (laughs) We're just too lazy to get dressed up. So lazy. Be sure to rate us. It really helps. And follow us on Instagram at Chaotically Bookish Podcast. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Ashes Reads, and you can find Annabelle on TikTok and Instagram at Many Weathered Pages. If you ever want to contribute to our show, you can DM us, send us an email. All links are in our description. They all be down there. <laughs> Stay safe. Enjoy a good book. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.